Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. All right, so yes, a year has come and gone. Christmas time is upon us once more. It is, yes, it has. It is a holiday of families reuniting to spend quality time together, gift giving, you know, just catching up on the year, drinking, making merry. I'm a fan of making merry. Yeah, making merry is pretty cool. <laughs> it's probably my favorite part of the, the uh, holiday myself. Yes. Or in my case, last year, catching up was more about me spouting off about how Santa Claus is the war god Odin, if you got anywhere near me. Yes. Because I was telling everyone. Yeah. Well, you spread that virus to yours truly. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was a fun time. There's many... I don't... You know, everybody really wanted that. (laughs) Everybody got that in their life. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Hey, did you know Santa Claus is Odin? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of... A lot of either people either got real excited or wanted me to stop talking. <laughs> yeah, like it was it, there was no in between. Like, oh, that's kind of neat. It was that's either that's fucking awesome or, I'm, or I'm, yeah, you're a crazy person. Get I'm, away from me. I'm done with you. Yeah. Okay. Well, but that's I'm, okay. I mean, why don't you want Santa Claus to be Odin? Right. You can't have friends without making enemies. You got to be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And maybe being true to yourself is just talking about Santa Claus being Odin. Yeah. I mean, we had fun <laughs> with that. That was, I mean, when I was learning about that, I was just kept going down, down, down the rabbit hole. Right. And it paid off because we had a grand battle finale, and my God, it was neck and neck. Yeah. Anyways. So if you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, just journey back into our episodes until you spot the one called Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because it's fun. It was a... It was a fun one. I agree. It was an early one, though, so. I don't know. What were we recording qualities? Probably increased since then? I don't remember what we were no, recording on. No, San- Santa, the episodes with Santa and the Coal Hollow Road Monster. Is that when we upped our... Were the first two we decided to kick it into the higher gear we've been operating at since. Nice. Yeah. Okay, good. So that one will sound that one will sound as good as the ones that we've been playing, putting out recently. Yeah, so go back into that, and then... It'll be your turn to be the crazy one at your family functions. Oh, man, please be that person. Yeah, I mean, we could kind of use that episode as a, like the ring when you pass the video along. Yes. And you're haunted. Now, instead, instead, you just learn that Santa's Odin, and then you just tell everybody. That's right. the curse of that. Yeah, your face is the, uh, you become the VHS tape, and you spread it, mm-hmm. and then you just know that this is a world you can live in. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's a wild place, guys. So what kind of craziness was I going to dig up on Christmas this year? I'm excited about it. Well, I don't know if it really matches that. That's all right. But one tale from a Christmas story that I found begins like this. Okay. 
Down comes Grilla from the outer fields with 40 tails, a bag on her back, a sword or knife in her hand, coming to carve out the stomachs of children. Great. Good. Good start. That's a very good beginning. Yeah. I like that. Grilla. Grilla, uh, I'm going to butcher this every That's, time I try to say it. Grilla. 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 Yeah, Grilla. Okay, Grilla. You see, is a troll. Ooh, nasty. Yeah. She lives in the mountains of Iceland. Ooh. So she is a giant troll. Most accounts say she has multiple tails, cloven feet, whiskers, horns, and an insatiable hunger for children. I mean, like any good troll should, I suppose. Yeah, I think that's just a thing trolls do. They just eat kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, he's about ripe. He's done. Yeah. They don't want to get him too old. No. And I am a troll, and this is what I do, so I hope he had more than one, parents, because I'm going to eat this one. Mm-hmm. So, during Iceland's Yule time celebration, or Yule, but Yule, it's Christmas. Yeah. Grilla, Grilla, <laughs> she's great. It's fine. Begins <laughs> to stir. <clears throat> her supplies begin to run low after a long year, and she leaves her mountain home in search of new ingredients. She seeks out naughty children and throws them a sack to take back home with her. Once she gets back home with the bag, the bag of kids, she tosses them in a pot where she cooks a stew year-round. Oh. Some tales say she chops the kids up first while others say they are cooked alive. I guess it depends on her mood. I guess it depends on, you know, how old the, how long the stew's been sitting, maybe. Right. Get some fresher ingredients in there, because that's what they used to do uh, way back when, just keep a stew going, you just kind of yes. threw things in as you went. Yeah, it never stopped, it just kept cooking. Yeah, as long as it was heated, nothing was growing in it, so. Which, I mean, it's like the opposite, I mean, it is the opposite of refrigeration, because you can't put it away and Keep the germs gone because it's cold. Right, you just so keep, it, keep it going. Let's light this bitch up. Yeah, just keeps on going. Yeah. What if you walked over to somebody's house in modern times and they had a continual stew b- just burning? That'd be cool. I would agree. I wonder how it would taste. Right? It'd be like, well, it's it's edible. <laughs> it's pickle for a year. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Huh. All right. It's just a curious thing. I'm just thinking about ideas for myself. That's all. Yeah, just start a stew pot. Mm-hmm. Just let it let it sit on the electric stove. I mean, you just get a crock pot and just never turn that's it off. All right? that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically all it that's is. That's exactly what that is. I mean, I think we got ourselves an idea right there. All right, well, we gotta keep that one in the forefront of our mind. That's probably not the equivalent of telling people about Odin like last year. Like, hey, I'm going to start a crock pot. Keep it cooking all year. <laughs> what? <laughs> He'd <laughs> be like, this guy again. <laughs> what is he doing? Who the fuck is this <laughs> Why guy? Why are you talking about this? Yeah. What what century do you think you live in? <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Could be fun. Oh, it will be. It might be great. It'd be awesome. So, anyways, enough about stew. Yes. Well, for now. We're going to talk about some more stew, probably. Uh, but the oldest poems about Grilla describe her as a parasitic beggar who walks around asking parents to give her disobedient children her plans can be thwarted by giving her food or by chasing her away originally she lives in a small cottage but later 
down the line in poems. She appears to have been forced out of town and lives in a faraway cave. I like how her character arc has escalated. <laughs> well, they were letting this troll live in town. Yeah, they gave her the benefit of the doubt. Well, first she was just a peasant. Oh, then, so she transforms. Yeah. yeah. They gave her the benefit of the doubt, then all of a sudden it's like, Gorilla, man, are you even human anymore? Yeah. No. Did you eat Tim? <laughs> Why'd you? Is that stew still going? <laughs> oh. The stew smells like Tim. Is, is he in there? Where's Steven? Where's Sven? He's gone. It's dude. She just pats her belly. Like, you gotta get out of town, Gorilla. Mm-hmm. You can't beat it. Head to the hills. <laughs> we'll give you a 10-minute head start. Yeah. Uh, so, although Grilla and her troll diet mostly concer- <laughs> uh, is satiated off of dead kid stew... She has been known to supplement her diet with her lovers on occasion. Nice. She may have tossed a troll or a troll husband or two into that uh, bubbly cauldron there. Well, I mean, if she's done with him. Yeah. Uh, she got bored with him, is what they said. So she just ate him. I mean, how many troll husbands does the world need? Well, she had three. Oh, God. Yeah. But uh, so being quite the looker as far as trolls go. That's hilarious. Grilla, <laughs> uh, Grilla uh, had bad fingers, had bad nails on each finger, eyes in the back of her head, horns like a goat, ears that dangle to her shoulders and are fastened to her nose. Her chin is bearded and her teeth are like charcoal, as well as having leathery skin. Yeah. All right, man. You got it. You got it. You're getting me too worked up over here. Quite the charmer. She sounds so cute. Yeah. Well, with all that though, she found herself another man. And like these new husbands have to be like, come on, like have to like be aware of what's going on here. What happened to your three other boyfriends or husbands? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. She just looks at the stew. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Just bup, dripping down her. Lips. She's like, did you like the dish I served you? Yeah. It was great. Good. Tasty. Tasty. Good. So her husband's name was Lepaludi, though. He was a male troll with a comparable beauty to his wife. Man, what a... It's Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. as far as trolls go, that might be good. That's good for them. Living their life. Their best life. Yeah, so it said he was extremely lazy, though. But during Yule... He would assist his wife by going out and picking up some of the freshest naughty kids he could find. So, just helping with the shopping. Happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. Getting the keeping that stew going. At some point, the lovely troll couple adopted a cat. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Start small. Yeah, I mean, everybody needs a pet, right? Yeah. However, this was no ordinary cat. What? Just like its troll owners, this cat was gigantic. Oh. It also had a taste for human flesh. It was a little bit more picky, though. Quite a bit more picky, actually. More picky than wanting lovers and children? Yes. A lot more picky. All right. This year, when you open a present and you get a fresh pair of socks, thank that gift giver. Gifts are always thoughtful. But that person may have very well just saved your life. I get socks like every year. The Yule Cat. So, the Yola Koturin, or Yule Cat, 
or Christmas cat, depending on. Oh my gosh, it got cured. how you break it down. It got cured of the way he, as he kept going. Yeah, but <laughs> there's no mere kitten. The Yule cat. So the Yule cat is no mere kitten. It towers above the tallest houses. As it prowls about the land on Christmas night, the Yule cat peers in through the windows to see what kids have gotten for presents. If new clothes are among their new possessions, the big cat will move along. But if a child was too lazy to earn their new socks, the Yola Koturin will eat their dinner before moving on to the main course, the child herself. Oh. So it eats their food, and then it eats them. Its dinner is the appetizer. Yeah. The kid's dinner is the appetizer, and then the kid is the main course. Yeah. So. It's the entree. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah, so save some lives. Give some people socks this year for Christmas. I know my Christmas shopping got a lot easier, so maybe that's my crazy thing this year. Hey, Santa's Odin. I got you socks. Thank me. The Yule Cat's not going to eat you. Right, yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. You get to live another day. Uh What? You want to get eaten by the cat or not? Yeah, the Yule Cat. Look, it's right there. (laughs) That needs to be somebody's... Um, yard decoration. And it's just a giant <laughs> black cat. <laughs> Inflatable Yule cat. Yeah. With like just remains of like, and then like Halloween skeleton bones beneath its feet. Just yeah. like <laughs> plastic skeletons. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. It's the happy Yule. Mm-hmm. So with the adopted cat, though, that's uh, not where this wholesome Christmas loving family stops. What are they doing? Um... Uh, Grilla and Lepaludi had children. Yeah, they did. Maybe upwards of 80 plus. Get these guys out of here. But it was most certainly 13 at minimum. For you see, these children, the 13, have become known as the Yule Lads. The Yule Lads? The Yule Lads. This whole genealogy is out of control. (laughs) So, what? Yeah. So, the Yule Lads, um, well, these maniacs have calmed down over the centuries, but they were once culprits of absolutely psychotic pranks and deviancy. Maybe they were even like sex perverts or something. Goddamn sex perverts. (laughs) Yeah, right? God, why? Uh, But they were up to no good. But they have changed quite a bit. They still get up to some mischief, though. Um, let's let's go about uh, talking about the Yule Lads here a little bit. Okay. The good old Yule Lads. So they are a group of 13 mischievous pranksters who steal from or otherwise harass the population. And they all have descriptive names that convey their favorite way of harassing. They come to town... One by one during the last 13 nights before Christmas. So we're not even going to try to say the Icelandic names here. Okay, sure. Because I got... I get it. I got their rough translations. That'll work. That'll work. Um, But yeah, you don't want to hear me. I mean, you've already heard me try to say Grilla or Grilla a bunch of times. These are way more difficult than that. I can imagine. So, Yule Lad number one. Sheep Coat Clod. Great. That's the English version. Cool. Can you imagine me trying to say yes. whatever that is? I'm sure it sounds like a like a chore. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<coughs> so Sheep Coat Claude harasses sheep, but he is impaired from doing so well by his stiff peg legs. What happened to his legs? I, I, I don't know. It doesn't go into that. <laughs> but he, he typically shows up around the 12th of December. Yeah, this is not the 12th of Christmas song I have heard of my youth. Yeah, no, this one's a little different. Clod feet, what's his? What? Sheepcoat Clod. Ah, the 12th day of Christmas. On the, yeah, on the first day of Christmas, yeah. Sheepcoat Clod yeah. harassed by sheep. Yeah. With his two peg legs. Get out of here. And with some of the other stuff they were doing, harass might have been a whole different meaning. No. I don't know. I don't no, know what to what do No, what is he doing that. to the sheep? I don't know. We'll get to that, though. We'll talk about that a little bit. Okay. On the second day of Christmas... Oh, no. Gully Gawk shows up. Gully Gawk. He hides in gullies, <laughs> waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. What a scamp. Right? Just waiting in gullies. He is sneaking. He's gawking from the gully. He's yeah, a gully I gawk. Say, I was hoping you were say he walked into the bar and saw the cow and gawked at it. <laughs> gully Gawk. Great. He breaks into barns and just stares at cows. Next, we got Stubby. On the, th- on the third day of Christmas, Stubby shows up, and he steals your pans and eats all the crust that's left on them. Why is he just, Stubby? How many legs does he not have? No, he's just abnormally short. Oh, okay. So he's just, he is the Stubby. Yeah, so he's a Stubby. Okay. He's like a little toe man. Gotcha. And he eats what? He steals your pans to eat the leftovers on them. How oh, Stubby. Then, the fourth day of Christmas... Spoon liquor. <laughs> Please en- enlighten me. What does he do? What do you think he does? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he steals and he licks wooden spoons. Great. He is extremely thin due to malnutrition because that's all he eats. He just licks spoons. <laughs> <laughs> it's very effective. Yeah. Next, we got pot scraper. Oh my God. Pot scraper. What does he do? He steals leftovers from pots. What you got on the fifth day of Christmas? You get this guy. You gotta watch your pots because he's gonna just scrape them clean. He's just scraping all the filth off mm-hmm. and eating it. I mean, this is just a lesson. Like, just clean your belongings, guys. Yeah. I'm ready. Bowl liquor. <laughs> he hides under beds, waiting for someone to put down their askur, a type of bowl with a lid used instead of dishes. Sure. Which he then steals. Why not? He's going to lick it. He's going to lick it so hard. He's got an eclectic collection of those things, I'm sure. This next guy is going to be a little bit more annoying. Okay. His name is Door Slammer. Door Slammer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> yep, he likes to slam doors, especially during the night, waking people up. That guy sucks. Yeah. Next, you have Skier Gobbler. What does that do? A Yule lad with a great affinity for Skier. What's Skier? It's yogurt. Great. I actually like Skier. It's pretty good. Is it? I've never had Skier. Or at least... Similar to Greek yogurt. Is it? Closer to that. Nice. It's pretty sweet. I'm willing to eat it. Dabble. Dabble in that. Yeah, I do. Skier Gobble that up. Yeah, I'll be the... Like Skier Gobbler. I'll be the Skier Dabbler. (laughs) Next, we got Sausage Swiper. Whoa! He hides in your rafters, 
snatches your sausages that are being smoked. <laughs> Nobody can do anything for these two days. They just can't eat or... It's 13 days yeah, of these people stealing days. all your food. They can't do anything. Then you got this guy, though. He's a little bit creepier. Okay. Window peeper. Oh, I don't like anybody who's called a window peeper. <laughs> a snoop who looks through your windows in search of things to steal. So he just takes, like, whatever. Whatever he wants. Yeah. The main point is you look at your window, he's creeping at you. Yeah, he's creeping. Oh, peeping, I'm sorry. Peeping, creeping. Yeah. Both. Maybe a little both. Then we got doorway sniffer. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, so specific. He has an abnormally abnormally large nose and acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate leaf bread. Which I'm not sure what that is. Some sort of Normal. delicious bread, I'm sure. I'm sure it tastes amazing. So good, I want to sniff the door for it. Next up. Yeah. Meat, meat hook. No! Well, meat hook sounds like the scariest. He does sound like the scariest. But he just uses his hook to steal meat. Ah. Well, as long as the meat's already dead. Yeah. And then the final day, the 13 days of Christmas. Oh, no. Candle stealer. Yikes. He follows children in order to steal their candles, which back back when were used to be made of tallow, which would have been edible. Gotcha. Candle eater candle eater and then you're just stuck in the darkness yep great yeah so um yeah those are the yule ads candle stealer meat hook doorway sniffer window peeper sausage swiper skier gobbler door slammer bowl licker pot scraper spoon licker stubby gully gawk and sheep goat clot sheep coat clot <laughs> i don't know why this isn't already a disney movie i mean just saying it's like the th- the seven <laughs> yeah, dwarves, except, yeah, yeah, except a little more, uh, a little more pesky. Well, I could be wrong, but I believe I read somewhere that the actual Snow White story of the seven dwarves is a lot creepier than the Disney movie version. Oh, I, I believe that a hundred percent. Yeah, oh, that's easy. Yeah, absolutely. All those old, old stories are fucked up. Yeah, yes, they are. They were exciting. So. In 1746, a public decree forbade the scaring of children with tales of the Yule Lads, which is probably why it's difficult to find accounts of their monstrous pranks that they used to pull on children. Like, this is... So they outlawed the Yule Lads? Yeah, like, they... Wow. They couldn't... You couldn't use them to scare kids anymore. Because the tales had... The pranks had to just be psychotic and horrifying. Oh, can you imagine... I mean, you an entire country banned these thirteen gully gawks. <laughs> when when was it banned? Dude, does it? Seventeen forty six. So the seventeen forty six, like their equivalent of like the FCC, was like, all right, guys, these you led stories are way out of control. Yeah, we got to put these to bed. You guys are out of your minds. None of the kids are sleeping. They're all terrified. It's a whole generation that grows up with PTSD from the Yule lads. Yeah, it shapes their whole worldview. So I can't even imagine what that had to be like. You got grown adults just like really scrubbing their pots like, he's not coming this year. Yeah. Well, so that's what it seems like a lot of this is. Like, You can imagine how cold and rough Iceland had to be at, sure. in a wintertime back a couple hundred years ago. 
So I think a lot of this came from the trolls, like protecting your food and stuff. Make sure you keep your eyes on it. So yeah, because winter's gonna be a hard time. I mean, it still can get rough, and we have electricity. Yeah. And right, we forget. I always think about that sometimes. How insulated we are. Yeah. How much bad get stuck in one snowstorm in the middle of Illinois going down I eighty? You realize <laughs> nothing matters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Just like imagine that in like the pioneer days, same like so. I'm just thinking about in Iceland. Yeah, there's nothing. You're yeah. the you could just the winter could kill you, mm-hmm. and it did. Yep. Kind of like the Wendigo, where tales yes. of that come from Canada. Yes. So instead, you have trolls mm-hmm. that are gonna steal your food to celebrate Christmas and swipe. Yeah, swipe your sausages. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Who knows what these sort of monsters, these things, had to be to get banned all across Iceland. Eventually in the 20th century, uh, now the Yule lads are basically modern versions of Santa. It seemed like wow. after that, they kind of like toned them back. They we're not allowed to scare kids anymore <laughs> with them. So they uh, started just kind of vibing with the uh going with the rest of the world view on santa claus their reintroduction campaign hey look they're happy <laughs> yeah yeah so now they actually uh give gifts like i guess icelandic children they leave their shoes out and then they find like candy or presents cool. in their shoes unless they've been bad no don't be they bad. don't get coal though they get rotten potatoes ew yeah. It's suck for everybody. Yeah. They, yeah, they they wear red suits and give gifts rather than pranking people anymore. So, Iceland's traditions are pretty wild. Yes. Grillo may even make Krampus look tame. I mean, he threw kids in rivers and drowned them and beat them. Right. But I'm, she just stews them for an entire year and right. eats them. Oh man, yeah. Now I'm just imagining like a kid cut in half, but still alive. But his like lower parts are like in the stew cooking, but he's like still alive the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then she puts in her little ladle, and she's like, "This is delicious, Jessica. You <laughs> taste good this summer, winter, uh-huh. whatever, whatever time of the year it is." I mean, it's a stew. It's going it's forever. fucked up, right? Yeah, it's fucked up. <clears throat> so, the mischief of the Yule lads, though, may be rivaled by. Other Christmas time beings. Oh. These guys may work for a certain workshop at the North Pole. But unfortunately, that is going to be a tale for another Christmas. Wow. Yeah. A little tease there. A little tease. Man. Christmas time. Christmas time. Laying the seeds for future horror. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's actually where I began this episode uh, trying to do just going to do some some little helper elves. Sure. And then I discovered this delightful tale. Yeah, you had the lads dumped in your lap. Yeah. And it's like, well, this has to happen now. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. That is fun. It's fun to come across that. Yeah. Now I'm just, I'm just, man, can, I can't believe they, <laughs> they, they banned, banned them. Yeah. And then we can't find out how fucked up they really were. No, like, how screwed I mean, up were they? Because it was so they? long ago, I couldn't right. find anything. Other than people were like, yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah, was, yep. No actual, like, old yeah, tellings we, of it. 
we'd have to we'd have to sneak into Iceland and risk going to jail and be like, I'm here for the Yulad stories. Yeah. Where's your grandpa at? What does yeah. he know? Yeah. Tell me tell me your darkest scariest Yule Lad story. Even if it's just one. I flew all the way here, I want to hear it. Yeah, tell me the real story about Stubby. Oh! <laughs> also waiting to become a horror movie. The Yule Lads. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could totally be a... Yeah, easily. B-rated... Yeah, easily. ...horror Christmas film. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically already written. I mean, you can just picture in your head, and like, there it is. Yeah, so Christmas has actually got a lot of horror-type stuff behind it. It's kind of been whitewashed away. <laughs> like Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's clean. No, it. forget about that scary stuff that everybody was scared of wintertime for. You remember when Santa hung out with a demon? Yeah. Not anymore. Nope. Whoa. All right. Yeah, yeah. that demon beat all the kids. Yeah. Better behave. Crampus will throw you in the river. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot scarier than better behave, otherwise you get coal in your stocking. Right, yeah, what a... I don't know, maybe that's... Maybe we need to... We need to bring back all the scary Christmas stories just to remind people. Yeah, get the Yule Cat decorations out. Just leave your decorations up from Halloween. Well, because, yeah, it was... Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I want a Yule Cat in anyone's yard so bad. With Krampus next to him, like, throwing kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And then, of course, a majestic... A majestic warrior king... With an eye patch on top of an eight-legged steed. Just wearing a Santa hat. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. With an American flag in one hand, a machine gun in the other. Okay. I don't not? know where that came from. That's just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. Yeah, just give a little American swerve to it, because why the hell not? Why the hell not? Maybe he's battling the Yule Cat. I don't know. Could be. It's a whole thing. Whatever you want to do. Hellbent for Yule Cat. Yeah. Throw a few snowmen in there. But yeah, it's good, though. I like the tale of Yule Lads. Yeah, it's fun. Definitely hadn't heard of them before. No, me neither. Absolutely not. So, if any of our listeners are in Iceland, you can tell us how wrong we are. Yeah, email us at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com, and you can find us, of course, on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagrams, the Patreon, Weird and Feared, all one one whole deal. Yeah, yeah, we try to be accurate, but, uh, you know, sometimes things get lost. Yeah, if you've got direct sources on Yule Lads, let us know. Or if you know the good stories about the Yule Lads. If you want to write me a good story about a Yule Lad oh, that'd be cool and too. just claim that it is from Iceland, I mean, I will accept this with open arms. Mm-hmm. Because that means you listened to this podcast, went to your keyboard, started typing, and you stayed spooky. Some lad. Yule, Yule Lad <laughs> fan fiction? Hey, that's fine. Yeah, 13 chapters. Tell me what happens on each day. Yeah. What are these pranks? Get inspired. Yeah. Just get real weird with it. Because it sounds like they used to be terrifying. Yes. But yeah, like you were saying before. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Stay spooky. Yeah, guys, let's do it. Even on Christmas time. You have to. Stay spooky. Spooky. Spooky.